Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. This is the podcast Step by Step, hosted by a revert girl, exploring my journey into Islam. Today I'm really excited to be starting the series Islam isn't just a religion, it's a lifestyle. This series will be starting with the five pillars of Islam and then we'll continue to different topics within this world. So today will be the introductory episode to that series. I mentioned in the introduction this is going to be the series Islam isn't just a religion it's a lifestyle and that's something that personally I'm really going into depth with in my own personal development how this religion is slowly changing my whole life it's changing my day-to-day it's changing the way I see things it's changing just absolutely everything and I've just realized that there's a difference between religion and there's a different end lifestyle because Islam is so holistic in its view about life this is something that I am truly passionate about that as it's holistic it covers every single part of life and it is a guide so that we can live prosperous happy healthy lives which is why I am going to just cover a few introductory topics but first of all I'm just going to explain what the contents of this series is going to have so as I've mentioned it's going to have the go through the five pillars of Islam and why that is essential to being again happy healthy and just having a prosperous life and then I'm going to go into Islam and the environment Islam and a healthy diet Islam and community Islam and science Islam and mental health Islam and women Islam and masculine toxicity Islam and conflict and Islam and secularism culture those are just a few of my ideas I don't know whether I will actually cover all of that but that's what my plan is that I will go through the whole of the five pillars and then to go into these worldly topics and how Islam doesn't just cover the five pillars uh, it also covers this the reason why I am personally doing this series is because when I first learned about Islam in high school I thought, oh my, especially as a Christian who um, looks at all these different religions, there's a lot of rules, regulations, like Christianity does have that in itself, but it's all about the relationship with God, and I just didn't see that with Islam. I just thought, oh my goodness, look, they've got all these things to do to get to God. It doesn't make sense, like, by grace we've been saved, we don't have to do anything, like, we can never do anything to get to God. Um, But... Actually, Islam looks um, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really does actually is graceful, merciful, um, all um, benevolent. So in that, it's both us doing this, but also it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has the mercy to save us when we um, ardently want to be saved and want forgiveness. So... To me, it actually has a lot more spirituality and love and relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than these rules and rituals that I kind of saw when I wasn't a Muslim. So let's dive into what I'm going to cover today. I'm just going to go over the basics of why I think this is a lifestyle. 
So first of all, it really looks at your personal behavior. It looks at your spiritual and physical health, eating and cleanliness. Um, Islam is all about like a balanced diet, eating healthy and not to overeat. So um, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said like a third for food, a third for drink and a third for like kind of um, it not to be full. Um, and I think that's something really important with a world that ha has so much obesity that all that time ago, it was like you need so much food, so much drink. You need to not be able to overeat. Also, it's about cleanliness, trying to always wear your best clothes, smell well and represent yourself and your religion, having an active and healthy lifestyle where you can be honouring the body that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Um, but also it's not just that kind of physical health and Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him also offered different sports like swimming and horse riding that you could do to keep yourself active but he also said that the strong one isn't the one who is proficient in wrestling rather than the one who can control the, their anger. So it even is about our spiritual self-restraint and being able to be spiritually healthy, um, reading the Quran and praying and having a constant relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, it also even encourages us to sleep well, get an early night and it's recently found the importance of sleep on our mental health, immune system, memory and for healing for our antibodies to work. It is so important to have all these aspects of our day-to-day -day life and it's amazing that Islam encouraged this in itself because I've been told many times through my mental health journey, you know, to sleep well, to make sure that I'm eating well, that I'm exercising. So that is something which I'm just making sure that I've always done. And I'm amazed that this religion also encourages it as well. Furthermore, the happiest that we can ever be is in relationship with Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The happiest, the most prosperous we are going to be. And that is how... God has made us. That is how we are made to be in relationship with God, which is why there are these ideas of shukra and dhikra. So shukra, um, so generally in Arabic you'd say shukran, which would mean thank you. Um, and it's and dhikra is all about having a remindance and thinking. So there's the constant gratefulness and reminder of God. Gratitude can make people happier, improve their relationships, and potentially even counteract dep counteract depression and suicidal thoughts. While, while some studies have associated gratitude with a whole slew of benefits from fewer aches and pains to improved sleep to better cardiovascular health. So as we can see, this constant reminder, this constant connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can also bring physical benefits and actually having that constant relationship and rem remembrance will constantly make us thankful for all that we have. We won't have all this that gratefulness we won't be able to just look at everything we have and compare but instead we just go look at all I have instead of look at all they have look at all I have look at all that I've been given alhamdulillah and that is something which is really beautiful and means that we can have better mental spiritual and physical health so the next thing I'm going to talk about is wealth Wealth is something that we all have a drive towards. We all want to have money and to be prosperous. It is a natural inclination to be able to be to be fed, to have a house. Um, however, if our motivation is just money, 
it just doesn't bring the satisfaction that we want. We can see this in all people who are extremely rich, but not as happy. And this is why money is something that is so touched upon in Islam. It, we have to have good morals and ethics and not have a love for money. Ha having a love for anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that's bad. Obviously, we can love our family and we can love our things, but we're putting, if it's our main motivation, we're putting them at the same place as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with that, it is shirk, which is basically idolatry in Arabic. Um, and this spending money is really important that we do it in a way which is ethical. So we're always honest with our money. We're not putting it into investment, which is going to go wrong and dodgy. And we cannot lie during business deals. But also um, something that is completely different than anything I've ever found is that you, um, you're not allowed to have interest on your money. So that's something which is like, you get what you work for. You don't just have money sitting around and just building interest because you're not working for it. And you have to always be grateful for what you have. And you shouldn't be, you should always work for everything that you have. Well, that's how I understood it anyway. But also wealth is actually not in your money and material things, but your actual proper wealth is in the people around you. So it's so important to invest in the people because it's actually what you leave behind and it's how you encourage and impact people which um, can influence you and help you and even have good deeds in Jannah. So, so as Islam isn't just a religion, it's a whole lifestyle. We've looked at personal behaviour in spiritual and physical health and also in wealth. But actually your own personal behaviour also is to do with your family, wider society and the community. So it's it's whole encompass, encompassing every single part of this society that we live in you have to be kind to yourself kind to your family kind to your community and kind to the wider society even kind to the animals and the environment so, so with your family it is told over and over again to respect your parents um Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the best of you are those who are best to your family and it's all about having exemplary character. If you look at Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he had incredible exemplary character, where with his, especially with his treatment of his family. And it's no good being in good service to those in your community. But then when you are with those closest to you, you are horrible. You leave you just are demanding and you don't work um, in your house to even clean or you're just really a drain on your family you need to be able to serve and love your family respect them and as we can see in our society today it is so the family unit is so important when you see a family fall apart which happens in every in every single part of different religions but it is heartbreaking. It is so important to have a strong family unit. It, it helps child development. It helps um, the whole community. It helps mental health. So I understand why there is such a huge emphasis on family and respect and love and that it being the foundation in which children can grow in. Um, so then I'm going to look at the community. The community is in Arabic is called the Ummah 
which means nation in Arabic. But uh, when you think traditionally of an, a nation, so say I'm from England um, and this is my nation, you think traditionally I'm on an island and I'm constrained by borders. But that's not what this nation is talking about. We're a nation without borders. We are part of a society that has a combined identity in the belief of the prophets, peace be upon them, belief of the angels, belief of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his oneness. Um, so with that, it is so important to know and be a part of that society. Um, and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us to be social beings. Our creator knows us. He has made our inmost beings. So, of course, we need to be a part of an ummah and be um, serving within it, be loving, be kind, to not cause any harm physically or spiritually, to not gossip or backbite. Um, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said that. My love, oh no, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. My love is a incumbent upon those who love one another for my sake. Brotherhood and sisterhood and the bonds of faith cannot be broken. This is something we must always remember, is that we are created to be with one another, but we're also bonded and love each other for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, we always offer salam. So salam means peace. Um, so you would greet someone saying, assalamu alaikum. Um, peace be upon you, and they would respond with wa alaikum asalam, and peace be upon you too. And so there, and therefore, you are always showing peace to all those that you meet. And it's one of the of the definitions of Islam. So that salam is peace. Um, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in the assistance of his servant, so long as the servant is in the assistance of his brothers. Brothers, Part of fulfilling God's right is fulfilling the rights of those around you. This community, this ummah, is so important that we serve, and it actually helps us. It helps us when we know that we're a part of something greater than ourselves. It helps us, it gives us purpose, and we know that we're not alone in our worship, we're not alone in our praise, we're not alone in our lifestyle. Furthermore, Islam doesn't stop at their own community, they also look at the wider society. This is how complete and comprehensive this religion is. It looks at the rights of every single person. We treat everyone with respect, where we are told to be just to even our enemies. This is something that is um, not unusual to me. It's not unknown. It's something very similar in Christianity. Everything that I find, even though there are some major differences, the um, core morals are very, very similar, which I absolutely adore that I'm not having to change my whole life. Um, so, yeah, so also helping the elder, elderly and looking after the orphans, looking after the poor. There's even the animals are significant. There is, um, I, I believe, a hadith which says, like, if you you can be granted Jannah, if you give a thirsty dog some water or if you pick up a rock from the road to help someone else. Um, I'm not completely sure, but that is something that I have read so it's just every single little thing that you do to help others will be rewarded to you 
in plenty. So it just is so beautiful to always be encouraged to do to do well, to look after others, and also to respect the environment. So in war, you're not allowed to even unplant a, um, and destroy a tree um, and cause issues with deforestation. And uh, yeah, it's just something that is really important is to look at every single aspect of life. So the environment, the society, the animals, your family, the money, and your own spiritual and physical health, and realize that this religion touches on all of them and has guidance for us to live happy, peaceful, and prosperous lives. And I'm just so happy that this is something that I have personally found for myself. And there's been many days now that I I've been going through a few personal stuff and I've been able to you know do the dhikr and think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and think of all that I have and be grateful and your perspective completely changes your whole life view changes when you realize that it's not just this religion that you have to do but it's a lifestyle which brings you to a plenty and gives brings you to so much more than you can ever imagine that you realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Allah is the um, the planner. He is the um, all-knowing. He is the um, all-benevolent, beneficent God. And once you recognize that, you know that you can fully submit your life to him, which is what this whole religion is on, is through every single part of your life, you submit it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Finally, I just want to give you a little bit of an update about me. Um, I just say that I would talk later on about mental health. I will have an episode about Islam and mental health and I'm very much looking forward to it. I have never been diagnosed with a mental health problem, but I do really struggle with um, being anxious, um, overthinking, worrying. Obviously we all do, but um, I've gone through therapy and gone through all different kind of things which have been really, really tough. So when I'm looking at this and saying Islam isn't just a religion, it's a lifestyle, I'm talking to myself here. I'm going, this is how I can help myself. This is how I can, you know, be more spiritually and physically healthy. And I cannot, like, tell you enough how much peace and joy this religion brings me to actually admit to one of my friends that I wasn't as stressed about the future and actually I didn't just think oh my goodness everything scares me I actually have things to look forward to in the future and I get really excited it's such a big step for me it feels like so much personal growth in this religion and I'm not saying that I I didn't have that in Christianity I've just found it so much more in this religion that I've been able to fully find myself but also find the true one God Al-Wahid which means Al-Wahid means one in Arabic and it's just something which I am learning every single day it's still um, when I'm recording this Ramadan and just learning to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and start to pray even more and I'm very much looking forward to in this series being able to look at all the parts within Islam of the five pillars but also on how it relates to all the things within this world 
um, and be able to know this for myself as well. I'm looking forward to doing the research. So I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I am quite tired, so I'm sorry if I've come across a little bit more sporadic than normal. But I thank you so much for listening. Um, Inshallah, you've enjoyed it and you've been able to get a few things out of it and learnt a lot. So alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum. Until next time. Assalamu alaikum.